Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor at the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now, get ready to be transformed by this message. Our dear Master and Savior, we are grateful and thankful for another opportunity to come in your presence to hear your word on this beautiful day. Holy Spirit, once again, we avail our hearts, our minds unto you, and we ask that you have your way in our midst. In the name of Jesus, we love you, Jesus. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Why don't you clap your hands together? Jesus, and please be seated. We want to see the growth of our church. Say amen. amen. Lycos International Church will grow. Hallelujah. God intends that the church will grow. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? So today we want to continue our message on church growth. And we are talking about church growth and lay people. Church growth and lay people. Wow, I thought somebody was going to be excited. You are a common person. 
You are a common person, nothing very special. You are an everyday person. That is a Lycos. Everyday person. Wow. So, what I'm saying, as we were saying last week, that our new denomination represents the strength and the foundation upon which this church has been built. This church has been built and has become a worldwide ministry because of this principle of Lycos or lay people, ordinary people, in a church where ordinary people like you and I, common people like you and I, can be selected and God can use to build this church and God can use to minister to his people and God can use to do his work. This is the principle upon which this church has grown and has become a worldwide ministry. The largest percentage of our pastors are lay pastors. They are common people, average people, ordinary people, inexperienced people, men and women without skill. Hallelujah. Are you listening? So this is the foundation of this church. And so this message is very relevant to everyone that is in the church. Everyone that is here. Hallelujah. A lay person, by definition, is a person without professional or specialized knowledge. And in a church, I'm, I'm reading this also from a dictionary. In a church, a lay person is a not ordained member of the church. Not ordained member of the church. Are you ordained? Are you a member of the church? So you are a not ordained member of the church. Is this message relevant to you? Then clap your hands together for the Lord. And say to your neighbor, I'm glad I'm in church today. Hallelujah. Now, do we need such people to be involved in the work of the ministry? Do we need people without experience, people who are not ordained, to be involved in the ministry? Oh, yes. The answer is yes. And it is biblical. It is biblical because the work of caring for God's people is a lot. It is a lot. Say, it is a lot. Say, it is a lot. Amen. Caring for human beings is one of the most difficult tasks that you can ever have or undertake to take care of people, human beings. Amen. It is the most difficult task that anyone can handle. Hallelujah. That is why God wants many people to be involved in his work. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 11. Numbers chapter 11. And verse number 1. Numbers chapter 11 and verse 1. It says, And when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. And the Lord 
that were in the outermost parts of the camp. Hallelujah. God does not like people who complain. Are you listening? Are you listening? God does not like complainers. Amen. You may feel that you have a justified reason to complain. But God does not like complainers. Hallelujah. I want everyone's attention. If you are not writing notes, you are not taking notes, then you're supposed to be looking at me. You understand? If you are not taking points down and you are looking down, it means either you are sleeping or you are doing something else, which I don't want to say. Amen. So God does not like complainers. The Bible says the anger of the Lord gets kindled against people who complain. Hallelujah. So continue, verse 2, he says, And the people cried unto Moses, and when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire was quenched. So God sends his fire when the people started complaining. And then Moses prayed, cried unto the Lord, and the fire quenched. And he called the name of the place Taberak, because Tabera, because the fire of the Lord burnt among them. Verse 4. And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lasting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? So he says the mixed multitude, that means the people who were non-Jewish, the foreigners that were with them, they also started complaining. They said the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lasting. They lasted after certain things. That means they were not pleased with what God has provided. They were lasting after certain things. And they said, and then they were talking about what they want, and the children of Israel also started complaining, and they said, we also want meat. We want meat. Good meat. And then they said, we remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely. You see, you have to be careful when you are in the midst of people who complain. You have to be very careful when you find people who are complainers. You know God has blessed you. But you see, when you are in the midst of such people, you feel like some form of solidarity that you have to sort of agree with them and you even tend to forget your own blessings and then you begin to complain also. Are you listening? Your boss likes you. You have no problems on the job. And then all your co-workers who are lazy are being written up and all sorts of things are complaining. So you feel like you don't want to be isolated. And then you also start complaining. The Bible says the Lord will hear you. It says these people started complaining. And then they said, we remember the fish we did eat in Egypt freely. Were they free people? They were not free people. It says the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks 
we remember all of these things and the fish, the seasonings. But now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all besides this manna. This manna in the morning for lunch, for dinner. That is before our eyes. Look at this. Ingratitude. And the Bible says, and the manna was as coriander seed, and the color thereof as the color of delium. And the people went about and gathered it and ground it in mills, or beat it in a mortar, and baked it in pans, and made cakes of it. And the taste of it was as the taste of fresh oil. And when the dew fell upon the camp in the night, the manna fell upon it freely. Then Moses had the people weep throughout their families as they were eating this manna. They were crying. Hey! They were crying. He says, every man in the door of his tent crying and wailing. And the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Let me tell you, if God provides something for you and you are not thankful and you begin to complain, you kindle the anger of God. You kindle the anger of God. Amen. Your heart is beating. You are breathing without any assistance. You don't need ventilator or respirator to breathe. You are not on any type of machine to sustain your life. And this small nail that is not growing, you are, your nail breaks and then you are very angry. Your nail, that is broken. Your head, and you are complaining, and complaining, and complaining. I want you to really pay attention. I want you to really pay attention. 
He says, Wherefore hast thou afflicted thy servant? Why are you treating your servant so harshly? This is now the pastor going back to the law. And says, Why are you treating your servant, Moses, so harshly? And wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight? That thou layest the burden of all these people upon me. Wow. You see, you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful. He says, Why have you placed all the burden of these people upon me? And Moses said unto the Lord, Wherefore have thou afflicted me? Wherefore have you afflicted me because of the people's complaint? Now, the pastor is afflicted. The pastor feels the Lord is treating him harshly. He says, And wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight, that thou hast laid the burden of all these people upon me? That you have put the burden of the people upon me, you are being harsh to me. The next verse, he says, Have I conceived all these people? Like, did I really conceive these people? We all came here together. Have I conceived all these people? Have I begotten them? That thou shouldest say unto me, Carry them in thy bosom, as a nursing father buried the suckling child unto the land which thou swearest unto their fathers. He says, Did I give birth to these people? Are they my biological children? That you are saying, I should carry all of them like a father carries his children in his bosom and bring them to your promised land. He says, Whence should I have flesh to give unto all these people? For they weep unto me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. They are weeping. They are wailing. Are you listening? He says that they, they are saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. And I don't have the flesh. As we are in the wilderness, you can see that I don't have any flesh. But this is what the people are asking for. And the people can see that there is no flesh in this place. Can you imagine the situation? It says, I am not able to bear all these people alone. I am not able to bear all these people alone. Why? I want you all to read the reason. Why? Want, wait, 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 wait. I want you to read the reason as if you are trying to understand. One, two, three, go. Again, one, two, three, go. Wow. I want you to pay attention to the person who is saying this. People are a burden. People are a burden. Amen. He says, I am not able 
to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy for me. It is too heavy for me. Now, I want you to take note of the person who is speaking here. Who is this? Who is talking here? This is a statement by Moses. Moses. This is the one who met God personally in the wilderness by the burning bush. Do you remember that story? This is that Moses we are talking about. The one who had and experienced the call of God physically. Are you listening? He had the call of God. He experienced the call of God. I mean, some of us, we, we feel we are called. And so we believe by faith we are called. And so we are in the ministry. Are you listening? Moses had the call of God. And he spoke with God. Are you listening to me? He spoke to God, not in dreams. He didn't have a dream. It was not a vision. And God proved to him that what you are dealing with, you are dealing with mighty God by the miracles that he experienced. The burning bush alone. Are you listening? This is the man who said, if your presence will not go with me, send us not from hence. That means, if they went, that means God's presence was with them. Or you don't understand my message. This is the man we are talking about. This is Moses. He said, if your presence will not go with me, do not send us away. Don't send us. So it means the Holy Spirit was with him. The presence of God was with him. The power of God was with him. Hallelujah. This is the one who spoke with God face to face. Amen. You want to know Moses' credentials. Moses' credential was not by man. It was not written by man. Moses' credential, who Moses is, and the kind of a, a servant of God or a man of God he was, was not by man's description. Are you listening? John the Baptist, something was revealed to him. And then he gave Jesus' credential. But look at, look at Numbers chapter 12. Numbers chapter 12 and verse number 6. Numbers chapter 12 and verse 6. This is God gave Moses' credential. Who Moses is. The kind of servant. That if you're talking about this man of God, this is how God described Moses. He says, and he said, Hear now my words. This is God speaking. When Aaron and Miriam had misbehaved and God has come to meet with them in the meeting. He says, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you. Are you listening? He says, If there be a prophet among you, I the Lord, 
will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. I want you to listen very carefully. Michelle, God is saying if there is a prophet, if there is a prophet, if he raises up a prophet who says I'm a prophet of God, the way I deal with that prophet is that I will speak to him in dreams and I will make myself known to him in visions. Through dreams and visions is how I communicate with my prophets. Are you understanding now? Okay. So he says that this verse. Verse 7. He says, my servant Moses is not so. My servant Moses is not like that. I don't talk to him in visions and in dreams. I don't speak to him like that. You, he, he's trying to tell him, you have no idea who this person is. He's not an ordinary prophet. Are you listening? He's not a simple prophet. He says, my servant Moses is not so. Who is faithful in all my house? He says, with him, with him, I speak mouth to mouth. I don't visit him in dreams, not visions. For him to have big ideas, what's it called? It's not Perhaps. What's it a dream? He says, I speak to him. I, 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 he says, with him, I speak mouth to mouth. Even apparently, clearly. No means worse. Not like I think I heard the Lord saying. He says, not, he says, even apparently, and not in dark speeches, not, not, not riddles. Paul said, we see through a glass dimly. Not Moses. I say, not Moses. At church, I said, not Moses. Not Moses. He says, not in that which is and in the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. He can see the form of God. Huh. He says, wherefore, then were you ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Moses is the super prophet. That is what I'm trying to tell you. Moses was a super prophet. And he was, he was one of the original pastors. One of the original pastors that God raised. The Bible talks about the church in the wilderness. Is it Acts chapter 7, verse 38? He was one of the main pastors. So God was talking about a church. This, this is they were referred to as congregation. Are you congregation members? Yes. Okay, so it's you. Okay. He says, this is he, this is this is this Moses. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness. With the angel which spoke to him in the Mount Sinai, and with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give unto us. This is this Moses that we are talking about. Amen. Amen. Now, 
this is this person who is now saying, I cannot do this work alone. This is this anointed person who is saying, I cannot do this work alone. It is too much for me. It is too much for me. He says, this burden is too much for one person to bear. I cannot do it alone. Amen. I cannot do it alone. It is too much. Yes, your presence is with me, but it is still too much. I am anointed, but it's still too much. I cannot do it alone. The Holy Spirit is with me, yes, but I cannot do it alone. I cannot remember everything. I cannot see everyone. I cannot visit everyone. I cannot sit down with every single one of them. I cannot do this alone. The people are a burden. And their burden cannot be borne by one person. That is what I said. Since I'm not able to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy. For me, say too heavy. No, 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 you are not saying it well. Say it is heavy. Amen. Amen. And even verse 15 was even horrible. Look at verse 15. Verse 15. The people, I'm telling you, the people, people, people's burden. People have burden. It is not the people's fault. They are born with burden. He says, and if thou deal thus with me, if that's how you are going to deal with me, then kill me. Wow. 
and let me not see my wretchedness. Let me not see my wretchedness. Kill me so that I don't see my wretchedness. Every man of God that is leading people, Bishop said something. He said, you will always have wretchedness. Are you listening? Yeah. Every man of God that is leading the church, you will have wretchedness. And Moses now wants his wretchedness to be covered. He said, kill me. So I do not see my wretchedness. I am not exposed. My wretchedness is not exposed. Hallelujah. Because your wretchedness will be revealed if you are leading people. Are you listening? Your wretchedness will be revealed. When you are leading people, your inadequacies will be revealed. Are you listening? Your negligence, how you can forget certain people, it will be revealed. How people have told you their issues and you seem to have not even remembered to call and follow up, it will be revealed. Your incompetence will be revealed. Are you listening? Your laziness will be revealed. Your sleepiness that you are always sleeping, everybody is sleeping all, but you alone, yours will be revealed. Because someone is having delivery at 2 a.m. Where is the pastor? And I'm calling the pastor. I couldn't read the phone. I needed the pastor and I was in labor. And the pastor was snoring. It will be revealed. Oh yes, it will be revealed. They're betting on the people. Two a.m., one a.m., three a.m. They have betting, and they want you to bet the betting. Oh yes. Your mistakes will be revealed. Hallelujah. Amen. Your inabilities. You see, when you are, when you are just. Manning your home, you know, and your family, your small family, and you are put together, everything is put together, and you look like a very fine man, very fine husband, very fine father, very fine wife. You understand? Until they put their people before you, they say, lead them. Then they realize, oh, you, you have forgetfulness. <laughs> you, certainly, you seem to be paying your bills, but that we know that you have your memory is not that good. Oh yes. Oh yes. Moses said, kill me so that my wretchedness may kill me. I feel like saying to be pregnant. It's our marriage. Amen. So you see, it makes the pastor appear as if he's irresponsible when he's bearing the burden alone. It makes him look like he's irresponsible. Are you listening? It's as if a, a man has many children, you have many children with different wives. You have several children and you can't remember them. You see this one, say, ah, you must just. 
can't remember them. One person alone cannot do all of this. One person cannot. 
They cannot be done. People need to get married. He has to counsel them. He has to meet with individuals. He has to deal with this. Is Moses said no? How? It can be done. All these people, plus the church people, their problems, individual problems, to deal with individual problems, and then the church problems, and his own family problems, and his own personal problems. It cannot be done by one person. I cannot do it. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It cannot be done. No one person can bear the burden of the people. No one person. So if the pastor alone is bearing all the individual burdens, in addition to the church. General church burdens, in addition to his own family's burdens, his own children's burdens, in addition to his own burdens. How long do you think the pastor will live? How long? How long? And then when the pastor does not live long, then you Do you remember? 
Hallelujah. Amen. But when it came to this problem, when it came to bearing the burden of the people, and Moses gave an excuse, God's approach was different. And that approach is what I want you to pay attention to. God's approach was different. God did not promise him more of the anointing. God did not say that I will go with you because he was with him. Are you listening? When he came to Moses complain about bearing the burden of the people alone, God's approach was different. And I want us to take a look in the same chapter, Numbers chapter 11, verse 16. Numbers chapter 11 and verse 16. Wow. Is that time like that already? Amazing. Okay. Numbers chapter 11 and verse 16. Look at this. It's very important, so we'll finish. Okay. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, when Moses was complaining, Zedian, are you looking? It's like a movie. <laughs> he says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be elders of the people. And officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. When Moses complained that I can't do this alone, God's approach was this. He says, select 70 of the people. Take 70 of the people that you, Moses, you feel these are, they have been around for a while. They are elders. Select 70 people. I am not choosing them. You select 70 people and gather them together and let them stand there with you. 70 people that you know they are elders. Not 70 people that God has spoken to. Not 70 people that have heard the call of God. Not 70 people. Are you listening? Are you listening to what I'm sharing with you? Not 70 people who say, I feel called. Not 70 people who say, I had a dream. But 70 ordinary people that the pastor feels they are okay. They are elders. That the pastor feels they can do their work. You may not know. I tell you. Sometimes you just may be called. And you just may be asked, come and do this. Come and be a pastor leader. Come and be a shepherd. Come and be a, 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 a chorister. Come and be this. Come and lead this. You have no idea what God is planning to do. It may be like the pastor just called you. It may be that the pastor just selected you. You don't feel anything. You don't feel like you have any skill or any ability to do anything. Sometimes you may even feel that your burden is too much for yourself. 
and I will come down. I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirits which is upon thee and will put it upon them. Do you see how we come to be also in the ministry? That we may not have heard anything. We may not have seen any vision or had any dream. But some pastor said, come. Come and sit with me. Come, gather them as shepherds. And just gather them. And I will come down. He says, and I will take of the spirit which is upon thee and will put it upon them. I will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou will not bear it thyself alone. It's not about more prayers. It's not about more anointing. It's not about more of the spirit. But that same spirit that is upon the pastor, God intends that ordinary people, lay people like you and you and you, lay people who have no experience, no pastoral, no leadership experience, have never done this before. God wants to call you and take the anointing, the spirit that is upon his servant. And you say, I will take that spirit and I will place it upon all of them. That they bear that burden, not alone, not alone. So when the pastor has called you to come and stand, you have no idea. And you say no. You have no idea what you are refusing. God is looking for an opportunity to anoint you for great things. You may not feel qualified. You may not feel able. You may not be anything. You are a lame person. Common person, simple person, but God intends to anoint you. So this spirit of running away from the work, I am so glad that the Basenta is dissolved. I am so glad that I don't have to be a Basenta leader anymore. And then talking and going down, you have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. That you rejoice in the greatness that God wants to. The same, he says, that same spirit upon the person that he speaks mouth to mouth with the clarity of tongue and with no, 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 no riddles, face to face, that spirit is going to take and put upon you. You have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. That when you are invited, to come and be a partaker of this. God is looking for an opportunity. You don't qualify. There's nothing special about you. I guess God is looking to bless you. God could have told Moses, call Abinadab, call Josera, call this guy, call that. God would have given him a list and said, take these 70 people and bring them. And he says, you choose any 70 that you consider to be else. And just bring them. And I will make 
make them able to think like you. That when you see people going and they are walking there, the way it bothers you, it will bother them too. When you see that the, 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 the microphone is not working well and it's bothering you, there will be someone who has that same spirit who will run back there. It will not be you. You cannot do all of that alone. You cannot watch the children and watch the adults and make sure the bathroom is clean. When you go and see the bathroom is not clean and the way it bothers you, there will be someone among the 70 who has that same spirit. And it will bother that person also. That you do not bear the burden alone. Because it cannot be done by one person alone.
Amen. Amen. With all eyes closed and every head bowed, if you are here this afternoon, you are not born again, you have not given your life to Christ, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. If that is your prayer, wherever you are, just give me a way and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Christ. Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Jesus? Anyone here like that? you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at the Kodesh Family Church located at 1810 Randall Avenue, Bronx, New York at 2 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you.